welcome to our mini episode on our top books of 2022. Um, well, for me, it's 2022. It might be from all time from uh, Dylan and Evan, who is who I have here with me today. Um, in case you missed it, our mini episodes are just cute little bite-sized episodes of whatever we want to talk about. So we're talking about books today, which is like my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. I'm just very expressive with my hands and I might hit the mic. So, it's our, you know, our foley, that's it. <laughs> our foley that we add in there. So yeah, so while you're waiting for our full seasons to come out, we've got these mini episodes. And like I said, I've got... I'm Danielle. I didn't say that before, but I'm Danielle. I've got Dylan and Evan here with me. Yeah. What's up? So let's go ahead and get into it. And We're going to... Before oh. we did this one, we did the Ted Lasso episode, oh, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. so much fun. That was hosted by Dylan. It was a great time. I was behind the scenes on it. It was very hard for me not to like jump in and be like, and this. Yeah. I was just like containing myself. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I did tell them they almost gave a spoiler. We and did. I told them... Yeah, we, we edited did. that out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we but were that is recorded that little bit. That it was a teeny, teeny spoiler, yeah. but still, yeah. like, I don't think it, people would have appreciated yeah. it. So, yeah, so we're going to just go ahead. We're going to, we've got, like, three books each that we're going to just chat about, tell you a little bit about, and why they were our top books. So I'm going to start first, and I'm going to start with a whole series because <laughs> which is a little bit cheating because um, we, we like to break yeah. rules immediately yes these are also in no particular order because i just i can't rank the books i read 58 books in 2022 and 39 of those i rated five stars so i, I relate to that i can't <laughs> I, I can't rank them these are just ones that i wanted to talk about can we and talk about that for a second 58 books how no, 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 many no, no, 59 no 58 you're right you're right 58, 58 across and 39, an entire year 39. yeah so, so literally all she does the is, majority she stays of it, up all night long really literally i wish i would have wrote down too because i do also listen to audiobooks but i think it was only like 10 of those audiobooks 10 of those were audiobooks of the 58 yes got it but it still takes time. But when I drive to shoots and stuff anywhere, I so would if we to them. if we did the math on how on average how long it takes you to finish a book, so if we do 365 days divided by 58 books, it took you an average of 6.29 days to finish a single book. And that's Is definitely that pretty, not the average. Really? Yeah, because Tower sure? of Dawn took me like two months. <laughs> oh wow! And some books, but also some took day. like a day or yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's where the average comes in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, my average is that, but... Dylan, like, are you able to read books like that? Uh, no, no, not that many. I have other things to freaking do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I did read quite a bit. I read 18 last year, um, which That's is, pretty solid. Mm -hmm. It's a decent amount. Is it, that the most that you've read in a yeah, year? Yeah, I've gone up every year. So, like, I started, I don't know, I wanted to do, like, 12. or No, when I first started, I actually didn't read until me and Danielle, like, started dating. I was like, yo, I'm going to read six books this year. And that year I read like eight, and then I was like, oh, I could hey. probably read 12. And then I read 14, and I was like, oh, I could probably read 16. So I read 16. So I think I read 18 this last year, which is a far cry from 58. But it's quite a bit for me. I think like any, I mean, I think if someone reads it all, that's great. But I think a nice solid normal goal would be like one book a month. 
Mm. So I like agree. twelve books in a year. I yeah. feel like that's like a normal like unless you're the book that you decide to read is like nine hundred pages long, then that's a different story. Right, because then at that point you're reading potentially three books. Yeah. yeah. I think <laughs> that's what my issue is. I choose books that are super long. And I also, I think I just choose books that, like, I feel like I should read rather yes. than books like, that I feel like yours I are really way to harder read. to digest. Yeah. <laughs> or I do like, it to myself, really. Yeah. I, I read, read 19 books. Did I say no, that? One's no you said 18, so yeah. 19. 19, yeah. yeah. Well, good job. Nice. And extra mm-hmm. congrats. And then you don't keep track of how many you read. I don't have a number no. for you. No, I cannot <laughs> tell you. <laughs> I didn't even try to figure it out. Oh. Um, I, I hold on to a bunch of books, and I don't finish them but mm, i start, but start them. them yeah so like i don't know how many i read cover to cover but like i can start a book like these at one point none of these were finished like they were they were all mid-read they were all mid-read so you're and a mood I, reader. I put them down yes i'm absolutely reader. a mood reader I which sucks because i, I don't want to be i want to read constantly yeah i think i just need to like get into the right one well to, i like prove i have different types of books so i can read constantly like, I'm not always in the mood for, like, a productivity book or a self-help book or a biography. Mm. But, like, I might be in the mood for that in the morning. And in the afternoon, I might be into, like, a fiction or a rom-com or something like that. And so I have typically I'm reading three books at a time, mainly so I can read any genre and still make progress on yeah. a book. Like, no matter what mood, you could find something to fit yeah. how you're feeling. Yeah, and I, I pretty much will be reading three books at a time so i have like or maybe four so i have or maybe 10 (laughs) a physical copy book that i'm reading i will have a probably an arc which is an advanced reader copy of a ebook on my kindle that i am reading and then i'll have an audiobook that i'm listening to and if i'm feeling extra adventurous i'll also have a library book that i'm reading (laughs) and that's super (laughs) risky because like you're going to incur some late fees if you don't finish No, they don't, have they don't have zero late, late fees, fees in oh, Tangerine nice. Parish. We have the same thing in St. Charles Parish. Oh, okay, Parish, yeah. So. Zero cool. late fees. But also, she finishes them well before it's time to yeah. get them back. Well, so. I mean, it's not, like two weeks. actually, not really. I'll usually renew it at least once. But they only oh. give it to you for two weeks at a time. I thought it used to be a month. But I guess since they're not doing late fees. It probably used to be back fees, in the day. Yeah, and since they're not doing late fees, they're like, yeah, we're going to hurry this up a little bit. Mm. And it's not yeah. like at those two weeks you you have to give it back to right. them. Right, no, you can renew it. You just it. have to like renew two it. More, you can renew it online. forever. You can renew yeah. it online twice. Yeah. But uh, you can go back, you can go, if you run out of those, you can go back and renew it in person. And fun fact, once you renew it in person, then you can renew it two more times on the app again. Yeah. Oh, so it resets every time you do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's so you could have it forever trick. if you wanted, which that wouldn't be nice for other people. You should really try and read your library books and return them. <laughs> also, PSA, use the library. Yeah. yeah. Library is use free. The library. so cool. And you can request books from your library. They like, will they buy them for it. you. Yeah. It I mean, for the I library. I would say but... my success rate with that is probably 50%. Just like, strong. I didn't hear about a book at all like they didn't and that's the thing too is they don't let you know like yeah we're gonna get it or nah we're not gonna get this you but just if they do get it for you they automatically put it on hold yes for yeah. your name yeah. so like it's like, it's you, not like you your book is in, in and it's like yeah. whoa i didn't even know i know it's Shouts really out. cool 
it is awesome. Libraries are awesome. We really could go on forever. So let's go ahead and get started. For my book number one that I chose, like I said, I cheated. It is a series, but we're just going to go with it anyway. We're going to ignore that fact. But it's the Throat of Glass series by Sarah J. Mass, and it is a young adult fantasy. And I brought the books. If you are watching the video, you can see. And if you're not, you can listen to this, and then you can also watch our video. Which can be found on YouTube. Which can be found on YouTube. But I brought... About the first one and the last one, so you can know what you're getting yourself into. There are eight books total. This first one is like, I want to say it's like 400. It's like trickery. It's like, start off with this little small book. It's like Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter starts off digestible, and then you're just like, well, here I am Then you check out of it when you're, yeah, I've checked out of it. Yeah, so this one is 400 pages long, and... So Throne of Glass is 400 pages Yeah, Throne of Glass is 400 pages long. The last book, Kingdom of Ash, is like 900 and some pages. The pages are so thin. They're like, they're like Bible pages. Would you pages. say they're paper thin? No, they're less than paper thin. It's okay, like so Briefly. I'm just going to read the back because I'm terrible at summarizing books. And I'll probably, as I'm reading this, just like. Because you, you know, forget stuff. You don't actually say well, it. Also, because like, like the first book is so different from the series as a whole. Mm. Like, so this one, we have Selena Sardothian, and she is this world-renowned assassin, which she's kind of a terrible assassin, but in the <laughs> book, she's this great assassin. She starts off, she's, like, in this slave camp in Dovier, I think is what it's called, and then she gets, yeah, the crown prince basically comes to her and is like, you're going to be my champion for this competition there are like 23 yeah 23 killers thieves and warriors in a competition it's kind of hunger gamesy or whatever like basically the last one to live is the champion and will be the king's champion um and this is basically her out of being in this slave camp it's like basically be in the slave camp or be in this competition it says let's see Oh, but something evil dwells in the castle, and it's there to kill. When her competitors start dying one by one, Selena's fight for freedom becomes a fight for survival and a desperate quest to root out the evil before it destroys the world. And the big thing is, too, is, like, this is a world that used to have magic, but now magic has, like, been banned by the king and doesn't exist anymore. That's cool. Sounds like Onward. Oh, a little bit. Definitely darker. Um, <laughs> I'm talking Pixar um, but yeah definitely darker <laughs> so this series has eight books in it it also has a prequel which you can google and people will like recommend when you should actually read that prequel because i wouldn't say reading it before the first book i would say reading it i think after the second or the third book but i wouldn't save it for last and i wouldn't put it first but anyway it's a really good series they literally get better as each book goes on my favorite one i think is queen of shadows which is the fourth one there's just a lot of revenge and it just makes me very happy so <laughs> and this one yeah it's sarah j mass it's sarah j mass is she it can do spicy no wrong. though no 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 because no, okay. this is the young adult this is young adult Got yeah it. so she has two other did you say that already this is young i did adult. i did okay. say young adult but that is important to clarify <laughs> it is young adult it does not have spice it does have the series does have romance but like it's safe pg yeah <laughs> um but yeah, her other two series are not young adult, and they are spicy. But so that's that's my first, well, and, I, and I read that whole series last year. I really enjoyed it, and yeah, like I said, they get better. So if you didn't particular, if you read Throne of Glass and you're like, oh, that was okay, 
just keep going because it gets better. Because at first, I was like, man, this did not live up to the hype. So you would say the series lives up to the, the hype? The series lives up to the hype. Yeah, so that's Throne of Glass series by Sarah J. Mass. Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Mass. Throne of Glass. <laughs> All right, Dylan, you get to talk to us about your one of your top books. Yeah, I don't have my book because I borrowed it from the library. <laughs> yeah, you're um, a good citizen. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's called Shoe Dog. It was a memoir by um, Bill Knight who created Nike. Nike's one of my favorite brands. Um, I like pretty much everything that they do. Um, they're really cool. But anyway, it was about him um, and his journey of starting Nike. And it was really good. I liked it a lot. I don't have a whole lot to say about it, like, to be honest. Was it like the entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial like experience yeah. that you like related to? Yeah, kind of and like just like seeing how, cause like, I mean, Nike is, is a massive brand. Yeah. And seeing at one point it was not, you know what I mean? Just like, I mean, everyone can assume that obviously Chick-fil-A started as one restaurant. Now it's 40 bajillion yeah. and things like that. So <laughs> it's really cool to see, you know, this, this cat started doing this one thing and then grew and grew and built it to what it is now. Do you remember um, how it started? So he started selling these shoes called Tigers um, for a company, I think, I don't know if it was in Japan or, or China, but a different company, he would like sell their shoes in America and he had like exclusivity of that. And then they kind of went around him and like cut him out. And so he was like, all right, forget you guys. And then he did his own Just thing. Just start my own thing. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was cool. So cool. I like it. Um, you know, I definitely don't recommend it if you're not into books like that, right? It's a biography. Um, and so like, if you're not into reading biographies, it's absolutely not a book for you. If you don't like Nike, absolutely not a book for you. It's very for a, you know, a niche group of people. <laughs> um, whereas Danielle just talked about 47 books and you know, they're probably. Well, I mean, it's fantasy. So like yeah, mine was, so like, if you're not into some that. Some people just don't like fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. And if but you anyway, don't like fantasy, you're not going to like a single book that I'm going to talk about. Because <laughs> <laughs> literally all of the. <laughs> <laughs> we read to get out of the real world. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, that's mine. And when you were telling me book. about it, I think I would enjoy it if I would like sit down and read it. It's not something that I would be like, yeah, I want to read that. But like the stuff you were telling me about sounded very intriguing. It's very interesting. So. And I mean, they talked about how like, you know, signing Jordan was a huge deal for the brand and for um, just everything in general. Because like, I think Jordan originally wanted to sign with Adidas and like mm -hmm. imagine... Adidas. What Nike would be if they right. didn't have the, the Air Jordan line. Because I think the Air Jordan line, maybe even to this day, don't quote me on this, but like it outsells all of Nike. Like it's a huge subsidiary of theirs. Right, right. Um, so like imagine if you would have went to Adidas, like everything would be different. What a like world Nike that may be. not even exist. Yeah. Woo, like, what a world that way, would be. At least in like the, the way that we see it now. I feel like nobody, at least in this country, doesn't know what nike is i would say in the world i would but, imagine that almost everyone in the world you know with, with the exception of like villages and stuff that don't have access people to even donatable things the, rest yeah. of the world um know what it is and like another thing i really like about just the nike brand is like it's named after the goddess of victory nike yeah, yeah. which is That's pretty so cool what did they what epic. did they want to name it at first or what did they name it at first 
Um, Wait, we should not tell people. We should read yeah, the book. Yeah, that's a spoiler for the book. Um, also, I like their their slogan. It's just cool. Like, it hasn't yeah, changed. Just, just, do, just it. do it. Just, just do, really do cool. it. Just do it. I definitely it. think it's a relatable book because I used to work at Barnes & Noble, as you guys know. Um, <laughs> and people would come up asking where the book was in the store because it was put in a, in a strange place. I feel like it kind of rides the line between genres because mm-hmm. uh, it feels like a biography. It feels like a memoir, but it also feels like it could just be about be sports or just yeah. about business. So there, there was just a lot of mm. uh, lack of clarity on where it should be, but a lot of people would come and look for that's it. So, interesting. so that's, that's what interesting. Uh, I think it's super uh, relatable. Shoe dog. Check it out. Phil Knight. Should Phil we just Knight. repeat the name we and the dog. author? Shoe dog. Of Shoe dog. Phil Knight. <laughs> All right, Evan. Evan. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting that stereo, stereo, stereo. Spatial audio. Yeah. <laughs> like we were talking about before, uh, I am terrible at finishing books. Super good at starting them. Super good at imagining how fun it would be to read this book. Uh, and maybe there's something that I could do, like some self-reflection to really understand why it is that I drop off on books. Maybe it's something about like, they aren't like exceeding my expectations so i'm like not really wanting to commit my time to it or something yeah so are you stopping these because you're not enjoying them i feel like most of the time no you just but they're just not doing enough to really keep me in there there are some here that definitely did hook me right and i'll talk about that but like because it's like there's something that like people like adults don't understand yeah is that like as kids in school we were forced to read books that we don't enjoy 100%. 100%. And so you take that into adulthood and you're like, I have to finish this book. I started, I started reading it. this mm. book. I have to finish it. Well, guess what? We're adults. We don't have time for that ish. Okay. <laughs> so like there's not enough time in the day to be reading a book that you don't enjoy. Yeah. So just. That's something you've told me multiple times. Yeah, so life just, is too short. Life to, is too short to read a book you're not enjoying. Yeah. So just put it down and pick up another one. Yeah. And also the thing with fantasy is a lot of times world building. Yes. Hate that. And so, so you have exposition. to get through that before yeah. you can actually get into the story. Yeah. Well, this first one was so it rides that line of like fantasy and sci-fi, but it's based in real life. Uh, so there was less exposition on that end and that really did hook me. So my first book, let me grab it is The City We Became by N.K. Jemisin. It's so pretty. That's a cool cover. Yeah, I love it. Um, It's super cool because they actually have a QR code on the back that if you scan it with uh, the Google Lens app, it pulls pulls up like a augmented reality thing and it like animates the cover. That's Uh, fun. So yeah, very fancy. And the second book also does the same thing, uh, which I Yeah, they gotta continue that. Um, But yeah, this is... Uh, it's called the Great Cities series. Um, it is an urban fantasy story that follows six main characters, and each of them uh, represents a borough of New York City. Uh, so it takes place in New York, and if you don't know, New York is broken up into different territories. That's not the right word, but different, uh, uh, just like different neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens at the very beginning of the book is that. A kid steps off of a subway into New York City. He suddenly can't remember any of his own memories. And he is connected. He feels a connection to the city. He has become an avatar of Manhattan. And this happens. He's the only one who loses all of his memory. Um, 
but other characters for the Bronx, uh, Queens, Brooklyn, and Staten Island all at the same moment become avatars of New York City. And it's super cool. N.K. Jemisin is, a, she won, uh, there's like a sci-fi writing award. I don't remember what it's called, but she won that for another one of her fantasy series. I love this book because it kind of takes like the ugliest parts of our society and it uh, turns that into the the enemy. Literally, they call like it the, the enemy that oh. is the villain of the book. So that is part of the series? What or is, is this this book? Is this a standalone book? So this is the first one, yeah. Okay, yeah. This was actually originally based off of a short story that she included in a book of short stories and then it mm-hmm. turned into this book. Dang. And then from this, she also wrote The World We Make, which uh. I have started but not finished. I actually started it and then decided to put it down because I had something else and I wanted to write to read more. So, um, do each of the main characters like have a book? Is that going to happen, or are we thinking it's no? It's it's, it's everyone's story at one time. Okay. This one also takes place in New York, uh, following those characters. I haven't finished it yet, so I don't know where the rest of the series might go. Right. But I think since it's called the Great Cities Story, uh, the Great Cities series, series. that's tough. Uh, I think it's going to expand outside of New York. That's what I want to happen. Okay. Uh, There have been, so like cities are, and it's literally, it's like, there's an entire book about it. So I can't explain it right now. But basically back to, back to the whole New York city thing. So I said neighborhoods, but that doesn't even describe it either because neighborhoods inside of Manhattan are like Soho, Chelsea. Yeah. So it's really well, I mean, they are called the boroughs, but it's, really it's just so like weird. Sections. Yeah, just sections. Because Staten Island is not even on Manhattan. Right. Like Staten Island is yeah. separate. And like, how does how do addresses work? Does it say New York City, New York, or does it say Manhattan, New York, or Queens, New mm, York, it might or Brooklyn? Just New York. say New York, but then their zip codes are like New Orleans Maybe. has like seven zero something 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 dash something right something, right. Something. Like there's just like a. Specific. That's so confusing. Yeah. It's like cities within a city. Yeah, but sorry, continue. No, you're good. <laughs> I I'm excited because there are sections where they talk about previous cities that have already died. So like that's the main mm-hmm. thing. The enemy is trying to kill New York. Okay. Um, and by killing all of the avatars, the enemy will kill oh, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are apparently cities that have already been killed. And New Orleans is one that has already been killed. I just want to get into that. I want to know how, yeah. like, and if they can save it. Like, I want them to go and save Yeah, New like, is New she going to do, like, like, a prequel or... I don't know. It would be very cool. I'm super interested in seeing what happens with that, but... So right now there's just two books? Right now there's okay. two books. The second one just came out, like, two months ago. Okay. So, yeah. Still so in process. So it'll be a hot minute for the other. Yeah, it's going to be a while. So that is the that sounds really Great cool. Cities series by N.K. Jemison. I like that name. N.K. Jemison. I like sometimes I'm okay with authors just using their initials because people would be like, oh, that's by a woman. I'm going to yes. read it. It's but I'm also like, oh, I hate that they have to do that. They can't, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. They can't just have their name. Well, I guess we're going to move on to book number two. And <laughs> I cheated a little <laughs> bit again because I did two books in one. And so it's like a series, but it, but it's not. like <laughs> So the second book is It Ends With Us. By Colleen Hoover, and she's a very mainstream author right now. And some people might be what? like, mm, "I'm not into mainstream." Ah. <laughs> well, guess what? You should be, because you're really just missing out. So, 
I have here, if you're looking on the video on YouTube, I have It Ends With Us. And then there's also a follow-up, It Starts With Us. And without giving any spoilers for It Starts With Us, it basically, like I said, it's a follow-up to It Ends With Us. And it um, does not follow the normal pattern of a Colleen Hoover book. It's very, um, like the subject matter is like much lighter than all of her other books and that's why people have said they were like kind of disappointed in it but i'm like i just really like happy endings and like i like reading a bunch of fluff so anyway that's what i'm gonna say about this one but now i'm gonna focus more on it ends with us and which came out first right yes yeah. it ends with us came out i don't know when but i read it in like january of 2022 also i have the signed copy Look at that. I didn't see her in person and get signed. I just bought it on the internet. But. <laughs> <laughs> so that could be yeah. huh? Colleen Juvers. Well, I got <laughs> it from her website. It is legit. Oh, um, but yeah, so this was. ColleenJuver.com. <laughs> this was um, published in uh, 2016. So anyway, um, it like ends Hoover with. Hoover with three O's. Yeah. <laughs> Hoover. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it ends with us. Colleen Hoover. This follows a girl named Lily. I think it starts off. She like just had to make like a speech at her dad's funeral and she like she totally failed at it because he so trigger warning yes abuse I was about to ask about that. yeah trigger warning all kinds of abuse like basically so um anyway so she couldn't say nice things about her dad because he abused her mom and so at the funeral she just like i don't i think it's been a while since i read it but i don't think she said anything but anyway, that's just how it starts off. But it got me hooked. And Colleen Hoover is known for her hooks. Like, you start reading and you're gone. Like, I think I think this took me longer than a day to read, for sure. But probably no longer than a week. Lily is the main character. She meets this guy, Ryle, on a rooftop. And it's basically... a wild name. Ryle. I know, that's right? crazy is it name. Ryle or is it Kyle? <laughs> Spelled like Kyle but with it's... a R. <laughs> Um, and so it's kind of like their love story, but it also jumps back in time, um, when she was a kid and you kind of, um, witness some of this stuff, like with her dad abusing her mom, but basically the biggest parts of going back in time are her and this guy named Atlas, who is this homeless kid that goes to, I think, yeah, goes to her high school. And she also, she writes to Ellen. That's a thing. Like, Ellen DeGeneres like that's like her thing she oh, writes to her she never sends her anything but like she really enjoyed like the show <laughs> and so like it's her diary but she says dear Ellen huh, and like she like funny. writes her diary or whatever but it is a love triangle because you're like man Atlas or Ryle Atlas or Ryle and I will say that I I was like okay something's gotta happen where some, one of these guys messes up like something and I, so I googled it and I was like what happened you do that often I you do. spoil them for yourself I don't care yeah. so the thing is it. you gotta be careful you gotta be careful with Colleen Hoover though cause her pattern is she hooks you in she makes you feel exactly what the characters are feeling like she manipulates you like she, she mm. will make you feel what she wants you to feel wow. and then she will have this huge plot twist so you gotta be careful with Colleen Hoover spoilers because, and I did find a spoiler for November Nine, her one of her other books, and it I still really enjoyed the book, and it wasn't like that big of a deal, but it tampered with it. A yeah, bit. yeah, but I hate sad books. I don't like to cry. 
Like I, I hate all of that, but and but this made me do all of those things. I mean, like I've been through kind of stuff that's like in this book, so it was like really close to my heart. And um, and it's not like a particularly happy story. Like it does have a happy ending. I will never recommend the book that doesn't have a happy ending. Just FYI, like I'll read <laughs> it maybe, but I will not be like, yeah, you should totally read this book. <laughs> but um, but the acknowledgments at the end you should read because it tells you about how like this story is about her mom like the main character is like her mom so it's her mom's story and I'm like oh that's so sweet anyway so I didn't start crying until until that but a lot of people cry like throughout the whole book because <laughs> a lot of people cry yeah a lot of people cry <laughs> when they read cry. it but in general it's so good I just love it I love um all the Colleen Hoover books that I've read so far but um this one is the one that sticks with me the most so that is It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. <laughs> and it starts with us. By you know. Colleen Hoover. You'll, you'll know why you should read it at the end by of Colleen the book. Hoover. Colleen Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> well, my second book is pretty good. It is um, called good. One of Us is Lying. I like it a lot. It's a series. And usually I'm not into series because, man, I just want to read a book and be done. However, this is a pretty good uh, book. book. Did you say the author? Not yet, bro. <laughs> well, I thought we were like, this book by this person. Well, this book, One of Us is Lying, is by Karen McManus. <laughs> Karen she McManus. has a bunch of books. That's I like all yeah, of her books. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Is um, this a young adult? I don't know. Sure. Sounds I'm pretty like sure it. it's young adult. Yeah. You probably. might have seen the Dude. series. On Peacock. Peacock. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. You watched much. it? It wasn't good. I tried, and it was awful in every way possible. Dang. They took the... So the bits of this book that I didn't like they went hardcore yeah. in the series. Yeah, and I'm like, sucks. yep, this is lame um, So I looked it up and it says, a geek, a jock, a criminal, a princess. It's given Breakfast Club. Yeah, it's very Breakfast Club meets Pretty Little Liars. Um, and it's just really good. That's, that's really all I got to say what, about what it. What is the premise though? Somebody dies and these other people are like, yo, like who one of, did it? One of the main one characters the, is a mm-hmm. culprit. All of the main characters are a culprit. Got it. Like, so you've got, all right, of, of us, right? Mm-hmm. The three of us are in here. Evan dies. Me and Danielle both say we didn't do it, but one of us had to do it. Yeah. So one of us is lying. One of us is lying. <laughs> so anyway, it's really By quite Karen good. Karen McManus. Keep a secret. <laughs> yeah. If one of them is dead. And is that uh, pretty large? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is this red book right here. How many are in the series? Three. One of us is lying. One of us is next mm-hmm. one of us is back bum 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 do you like the second one as much as the first um yeah i think so yeah does it follow the same characters yeah does someone obviously someone dies yeah is it resolved <laughs> so the the resolution for the death is happens in the first book okay the second book is kind of like a different is the same characters That's same cool. storyline same everything but just different are they like Hmm, weird that this would happen to us twice. Basically, yeah. Yeah, it's very like Stranger good. Things. Like, huh, we're here again. <laughs> Why is this happening? Yeah. yeah. And pretty, gives me Pretty Little Liars vibes. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, I think that's how they market it. Breakfast Club meets Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. All right, what's your book number that was, two, That Evan? was One of Us oh. is Lying by Karen McManus. <laughs> All right, Evan, what's your second one? My second one is also, it's another series. Uh, we're just a bunch of rule breakers. Let me grab them. 
So my second one, like I said, is a series, and it is called The King Killer Chronicle. And the first book is called The Name of the Wind. It's by Patrick Rothfuss. Um, That's a hard name to say. Rothfuss. Rothfuss. Patrick Rothfuss. Yeah, a lot of consonants in there. Yeah. Um, this book is absolutely torn to shreds. My cat <laughs> got into it. Or not my cat, but a cat that I live with. One of our roommates. Um, <laughs> not my cat. <laughs> but um, it... That's a big book. It's called The Name of the Wind. It is a very long book. Uh, it sets up a red-haired innkeeper... Um, his young apprentice and a scribe called the Chronicler. Thus is it, does, the is it important Chronicle. that he's red, a redhead? Uh, yeah, because he's like, he's kind of legendary. Okay. Um, okay. You learn pretty early on that this innkeeper is this like legendary figure who has apparently fallen from grace or fallen from mm-hmm. his power he and is now something. living incognito as an innkeeper in some little okay. town. Okay. And uh, he has an apprentice who he is teaching magic to and then a chronicler comes in and realizes who he is. So the, parent- the apprentice doesn't realize who The he apprentice is? does. Oh, okay. Yeah. The apprentice does and the apprentice has his own secrets. Oh, okay. um, the chronicler says that they're going to write his story so the king killer chronicle starts with the name of the wind and this only takes place in the grand scheme of it only in one day oh um, my but that <laughs> 750 entire 750 page day <laughs> is that how many it was you look at it i think it was more yeah. than that 722 22 yeah very close it takes place over one day as he kind of recounts the very beginning of his like uh his childhood and the beginning of his schooling. Uh, this has like a magic school, which is always fun. Yeah. Love a good magic school. Um, and then after that one, you get into the wise man's fear. This is a very wise man. This one man. is bigger than yes, the other is. one. It's like 1107 pages. It's almost twice yes. as long. This one is also extremely long. And that also has Bible pages, huh? Has Bible pages too. And there's so, like, the letting. The print is, the text is so <laughs> tiny. There's no way you'd be able to look at it. I bet camera, Tony would love this. Probably. It's great. Tony, listen, watch Tony, that book. Yeah. Who's Tony? I mean, listen, I Tony's mean, read that book. Our friend Tony, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, book two continues his education, uh, kind of his quarrels that he has with his classmates. It doesn't only take place in the in the university, which is what it's called. He also is a musician so there's this whole plot about him like becoming like a well-known uh like bard hmm. basically like if you know like fantasy tropes like, yeah, yeah, yeah. how good. many books Definitely are there him. uh these are the only two so far and mm-hmm. his fans absolutely hate him because the third one hasn't come out yet the, you were telling me about this right yeah but it's supposed to there's supposed to be three we, TBD? Have, a, we have a title ah. and that is all do you have a length five thousand pages Oof, if I had to guess, if we're going by this pattern so far, it's going right. to be like 5,000. Yeah. I mean, 2000. Um, what if he pops out like a 100-page book? Nah. And it's like, <laughs> there you is, happy? <laughs> there is also a standalone novella that... Right. That people hate, right? That a lot of people don't like because they... It's not... It has nothing to do with the main character. Hmm. I haven't finished it. That's surprising. But yeah, it. Uh, a lot of people were expecting it to be a continuation of the story, and it's really not. It focuses it's like on Tower one, of Dawn. one tiny character. People got upset. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what we talked yeah. about originally yeah, yeah, when yeah. we had this conversation. <laughs> yeah. This is sounding vaguely familiar. <laughs> yeah, that is the King Killer Chronicle by Patrick Rothfuss. 
I wonder if he <laughs> killed a king and that's why he fell from power. That is to be determined. <laughs> Did you wear your shirt because it has book in it, or was that just a? No, <laughs> I did not. If you can't accent? see, I don't know I if it's even behind the thing, but yeah, it has a name. It just Benjamin says Benjamin Booker, Booker which, but yeah, no. You know, I, just, I just put a shirt on this morning. I purposely wore my. My weekend is booked. And it's all and it Colleen has all Hoover. Colleen Hoover books on it. <laughs> Moving on to our last book, which wow. this time I went by the rules and it's just a book. But I'll recommend this author for all of her books. <laughs> but it observation. is Better Than the Movies by Lynn Painter. It is a young adult rom-com um, about this girl, Liz. She's super quirky. I love her. She gives me like um, Jess from new girl vibes like if just were in high school and had red hair and she is super super into rom-com movies she used to watch them with her mom growing up trigger warning her mom dies so is that not a spoiler trigger warning it's not she's been dead since she was young does it okay like and it tells you right off the bat got it but like i feel like a lot of the books that i read parents are are dead. dead like not that they People well die. i mean first i mean it ends with us her dad it starts off her dad that de- is dead so her dad did her dad did <laughs> um liz used to have a huge crush on this neighborhood kid michael that like that she hung out with growing up and he moves back into town like he moved away and then he moved back into town so she basically teams up with this other guy, Wes, that lives in her neighborhood that also is, like, in her grade, goes to her school. She's grown up with him. But he's kind of, like, this annoying, like, kid that picks on her. And he likes her. So, oh, you're spoiling it. I mean, that's just... But that's so Wes agrees. She's like, She asks Wes for help to <clears throat> make Michael like her, basically. She, She's like, you know, guys, like, you're, I see Wes, what's happening. Here. Wes, is a, Wes is a popular guy in school. Like, he's on, like, the baseball team, whatever. I think Michael's on the baseball team or football. I don't know. He does sports. And so she's like, you're my in. Help me, like, make him like me. And I'll give you the parking spot because they fight over this parking spot. Like, there's just one good parking spot on the street, apparently, and they fight for it constantly and she's like i'll give you the parking spot that's the deal he's gonna help her get michael and he gets the parking spot and so i'm sure you guys can predict what's gonna happen or whatever and that's fine because it's that good that even even though you are pretty sure you know what's gonna happen it's still so good lynn painter is like the queen of witty banter yeah, and she, not in this book, but she makes Ted Lasso references in another one of her books. Respect. Yeah. Always. So, but it, so many rom-com references, like at the beginning of each chapter, it's a quote from a rom-com. So it starts off with the prologue and it says, I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. And that's from Notting Hill, if you haven't seen that. Which I actually hadn't seen that when I first read this book. Have you I'm, watched it since? Yes. Because of that? Is it terrible? Because this isn't like 100 it years was old. okay. We tried to watch an old movie and well, boy, I watched Bridget Jones' Diary out. because of this book, and that's a horrible movie. And knowing the sequel, like she's not even with the dude, you know, it's like this love story. Oh, they end up together, and then in the second movie, they're not even together. I'm like, what the? This is stupid. But anyway, yeah, at the at the beginning of each chapter, it has a cute little quote from a rom com, probably like a '90s rom com, and um. 
but yeah so really really good really made me laugh out loud i haven't marked all of the parts yet but if you look these are like all my favorite parts just in the first 80 pages so that's a also, lot of parts that's a lot yeah. of parts that you like so also fun fact i haven't actually literally read this book yet i just listened to the audiobook and as soon as I finished the audiobook, I I sneakily, <laughs> um, I was going to pick up Chipotle for me and Dylan, and Chipotle just happens to be right next to <laughs> the Books a Million, and so that's I, dangerous for you. Chipotle Whoa, and Books a Million being right next to each other, but yeah, I went in and, and purchased this book, and I haven't read all the way through yet. I've just read read through eighty pages of it, but it's like a comfort book. Also, I got these tabs because that's like the thing to do, but I kind of hate it. Because I think I would rather dog ear pages because whenever I want to tab stuff, I never have them with me. But Better Than the Movies by Lynn Painter. Also, she just recently announced that there is a sequel called Nothing Like the Movies coming out. I forget when, but I'm very excited for it. Nice. And you're going to see her at some yeah, thing, huh? At, and uh, you guys cool. are friends on Instagram. You're our best I know friends. she always comments when I post about her books on Instagram. What? Yeah, she's so cool. That is so cool. Who knows if she'll keep doing that once she gets like really, 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 really popular because right now she's a little bit still in the indie author category, but I feel like she's going to she's going to blow up and then she's not going to reply back to me anymore. Well, you gotta, yeah, take advantage you gotta get of her now. watching this episode. Hi, Lynn. <laughs> hey, Lynn. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this. <laughs> I could send it to her. She probably would listen or watch. Who knows? Great. She's really cool. I like her a lot. I've never met her, but she just gives off great vibes. So, But I will meet her. Like Dylan said, we're going to the Steamy Lit Con. Which is so stupid. I don't, they renamed it. I know it used to be called Rom Con, which is which is what Danielle sold it to me as. <laughs> like, I, I don't even want to be there. I don't want to go to Steamy Lake. He's going to the Smut Con. It, yeah, we're going <laughs> to a, a porn fest, basically. <laughs> oh no, no, it's not gonna be like that. Actually, because Sarah Adams is still gonna be there, and she does all closed door rom coms. So meaning no. Oh yeah, closed door means no sex scenes, basically. Like it'll fade be fade like, to black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fade yeah. to black basically is what it is. Cool. So, Wait, yeah. we have to say it one more time. Better than the movies. Oh, better than the movies by Lynn Painter. <laughs> In my mind, Lynn is short for Lenneth. Lenneth <laughs> Painter. Lenabel. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, my last book is Atomic Habits. Um, it's a uh, a book that basically helps you get habits and be more productive and be a better you. Um, I like it. Again, it's not really... I read books that are, like, not... I mean, they're for other people, right? But every book I've read that's not a rom-com, no way, no how would Danielle read it. But I think that's... We have a good mixture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there could be a lot of people out there that want to read the books that you want to read in are, like... Maybe. I definitely think Atomic Habits, along with the Shoe Dog book, that was another one that a lot of people came looking for. Like, Atomic Habits is very... Is very true. much like a oh it's a new year let me get my life together kind of self helpy book that I, is people talk about it all the time yes all yeah I mean time. it sold a gajillion copies but anyway it's just um, a really good quote unquote proven way to build good habits and break bad ones which is you know sounds too good to be true that's because it is you know what I mean like it's a great book that helps you implement these things but like if you don't implement them just like anything in life like you suck at doing that thing you know what I'm saying like. If you're not going to implement the system, then the book sucks. Does that make oh, sense? Right, right, right. Like, yeah, you have like to do me your reading part. that, I would be like, it's useless Ugh. if you're not going to do it. Ugh. Right. Maybe that book can teach me how to finish a book. 
Maybe. Maybe. It could. Some of my like favorite like things that I actually like use. <laughs> I mean, I try to use all of it, but realistically, like he, it's a whole book about implementing these things. And the goal is to get a little bit better each day instead of like going super ham and then burning out on like, oh my God, this sucks. And <clears throat> like expecting immediate change. Yeah. And like realizing that it's a, it's a long, it's a long process. haul kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And like, that's it. The goal is to teach you to build a system that you can implement over time. So like one of the things that it talks about is having, um, like an ice cube. If you put an ice cube out on the counter and outside, like in the room, it's 28 degrees. Well, it's still frozen and every degree you go up, there appears to be no change in the ice cube. But as soon as you get to 33 degrees, you see it start to melt. And then, you know, it, as you keep going, like it's melting and melting, but you saw no progress from 28 degrees to 32 degrees, but progress that had to be made to get to the 33 mm, degrees that, cool. that, that like that melted the ice cube. literally to get from 28 to 32, you, you have to, to go, go to those other degrees. Exactly. You can't literally jump, jump from 28 to 32. Yeah. Right. So like, it's just a, that's, that's a, cool a really good, like analogy. Yeah. Analogy. That's like, okay, it makes sense. Um, and a lot of books say things like that. Um, so it's really all in what you do with the book that if it makes it good or not. Um, but it seems like this one has been very inspiring to like a lot of people. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then another one, it talks about like identify identity-based habits. And this is really just like a mindset shift where like you identify as what you want to become. So like, for example, if I want to become a successful businessman well then i will identify as that like and and that will reflect my um you know my habits will reflect that or start to reflect that it's so like if for example like let's say i want to work out but i don't identify as someone that works out or someone that like identifies like oh i'm lazy well, like yeah you're lazy because you're telling yourself every single day that you're lazy whereas if you're like oh i'm an athlete well then you're going to start to train and do a little bit better at being an athlete yeah. um and that helped manifesting yeah, yeah basically yeah. yeah um and like that's just a mindset mindset shift <laughs> that people Beep. you know a lot of people don't <laughs> um a lot of people don't get into like shifting your mindset because they think it's all bullcrap but you've got a smart brain and you've got a dumb brain <laughs> <laughs> and your dumb brain is so dumb that you could trick it <laughs> to do the things you wanted to do that's a that is a bit from nate bargetzi yeah. Look He's him a great up. Great comedian, good clean comic. Comic, yes. And the last little bit is it talks about how motivation is overrated um, because motivation comes and goes, but like putting in practices and doing them kind of regardless um, is really what like is going to work. Because like you know you might not be motivated to get up and run, but like if it's just a part of your your system in your life, you're just gonna do it, and then eventually you'll be able to run. <laughs> Atomic Habits by James Clear. Yeah. All right, Evan, what is your last book? Also the last book of this episode. Yeah, so... What a pressure to have. My <laughs> last book. Yeah, I hope I can... <laughs> I hope I can... Live up to the hype. Out, yeah. So my last book, uh, following the trend of my previous books, is also fantasy. Boo! Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, also a series. And Boo! I is think it, it might series? be... It is. It is a series... <laughs> I literally never followed the rules. <laughs> I, I said, those are the rules, and I choose not to listen. So, my last book 
Good gosh. Is the, <laughs> the dictionary? One so far. <laughs> this is the Priory oh of the Wait, Orange Tree. How many pages tree. is that one? That's a very Can awesome Can I get through cover? the title first, folks? Oh, okay. The Priory <laughs> of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. Gotta, well, the gotta let them long. know what it actually is. Um, so there is a, uh, there's a, what's it called at the end? There's appendix. Append, there's multiple appendices. Uh, so it goes, that dude brought a dictionary. His favorite goes, book is the dictionary. I'm looking at definitions. 830 pages. Oh, I got you um, beat. Actually, I don't even, yeah, this is the longest one. I also read the Crescent City, the two Crescent City books, which yeah. are over 800 pages, but this one is... 980. Dang. Wow. So this is The Priory of the Orange Tree. Honestly, it's really just a masterful book. Uh, This book made me feel things that I've never felt before. Uh, It follows several characters in different corners of this fantastical world. Each chapter is a perspective shift. Um, Those get me. Yeah. I like those a lot. I don't always. Is it clear? It is. Is it okay. like Joe and then, yeah. and then like Beth? Yeah, well, you? it does it in a way that like the beginning of the chapter will say north. And okay. so we're but in the northern part of the distinguish. world. And that then, I'm okay with. Like, it's like if we try, west. it's like if we try and just put a little divider and we talking in someone else's perspective. No, now I'm like, I'm like, completely no, no. Yeah. I think it does get to the point where it swaps at the very end within mm-hmm. the same chapter. Uh, but at because, that point, like, you're probably used to it. And people are right next to each other. Like, uh, so like yeah, people are in the same scene. Yeah. Whereas at the beginning, they're on other sides of the world. Yeah. Um, okay, so what is the, the plot? So... We've been interrupting you. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have. Um, I'll just read it because it's just a really well-written... The whole book? You're uh, going to read the whole book right now? Yeah, right now. <laughs> We're how long into this episode? <laughs> uh, so the house of Barathnet has ruled Innis for a thousand years, still unwed Queen Sabran the Ninth must conceive a daughter to protect her realm from destruction, but assassins are getting closer to her door. E. Durian is an outsider at court. Though she has risen to the position of lady-in-waiting, she is loyal to a hidden society of mages. Ede keeps a watchful eye on Sabran, secretly protecting her with forbidden magic. Across the Dark Sea, Tanay has trained to be a dragon rider since she was a child, but she is forced to make a choice that could see her life unravel. Meanwhile, the divided East and West refuse to parlay, and forces of chaos are rising from their sleep. So... Okay, I totally forgot about yeah. our whole predicament. <laughs> yeah, what is the predicament? Well, because I was like, man, it sounds like a bunch of um, epic women. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when we were putting together the outline, I wanted to use a certain phrase to refer to these women in a great way, not in a derogatory way. Right, yeah. But... Just but in like a way that would probably need to be bleeped out. A synonym for powerful yeah. woman. Yeah, epic. Yeah. The Very epic fella. Someone not to be reckoned with. Daniel yeah, found yeah, this yeah. crazy. <laughs> we went down a rabbit hole of finding synonyms for this phrase. So yeah, epic, powerful. Someone not to be trifled with. Trifled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a, it's a book full of very powerful women and also very powerful, powerful men. But I like that it kind of... Uh, it doesn't put the women to the wayside. Like well, it sounds like the main characters are women. The main characters are women. Yeah. Yeah. Um, except for like two or three guys that are on the side. But they're and you're in there. Kind you of. You get in their women. perspective too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have never had a book fit my reading style so well. Like I need short chapters mm, to me let me finish a chapter, decide if I want to continue. Kind of like how you're talking about in the Ted Lasso episode. 
go watch oh, that. Yeah. Uh, you need a short TV show yeah. that you can watch one or you can watch one or two, but you know what you're getting into. You don't have to commit a, a like for lot an of hour. time. Or, yeah. yeah. But this one, like literally chapters would stop right as they felt like they needed to <gasps> stop. And then I thought you were going to say on cliffhangers. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they I'll were cliffhangers, but like they literally hit all points of interest for me. Like the, the perspective changes don't usually work, but in this scenario, like, it was great. Uh, there's not a single bad plot line among the the different perspectives. I'm used to like, if there is a perspective shift, you're like, Ugh, being like, oh this. great, here yeah. we are back at this character, and mm, I, messy. I'm like, I'm bored with this plot line. I don't care about this anymore. But literally every time a chapter switched, I was like, great, we get to go back to this, <laughs> and I want to know what's happening. It has powerful women, it has dragons, it has magic, and a little bit of romance, uh, which is not what I usually go for. But I was happy for it like i would be good. a good rom-com personally yeah. <laughs> they're so good um and like we were talking about earlier it is a series i don't know if it's gonna go past two but right, right. now there's this one and there's another one that just came out that um, has been shipped out that has yeah literally how, how appropriate that the three of us did this podcast on books when the three of us pre-ordered books together yeah. on Barnes and Noble yeah. com. This is not an advertisement for them. <laughs> I actually kind <laughs> they of do hate not Barnes need free money. <laughs> and, like, I'm I not going to get like, into it. <laughs> I, I, I hate there. their website anyway. Like yeah. I like going in there, but like but, but it, yeah, if but the yeah. if the book weren't 900 pages, I would have reread it before the second one came <laughs> out. Uh, but yeah, I uh I'm just very excited to jump See, into it. that's why I like it. to mark my favorite parts. Yeah. So then I just go back and read those. That's that's a good point. You could dog ear. But the second one is a prequel. And it takes place oh. like a few hundred years before. Oh, nice. So I'm excited. What's their lifespan in these, since it's fantasy? Can they live past 100 no, years? No, they have usual human okay. life expectancies. Okay. So yeah, that is uh, The Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. Samantha Shannon. I know. How do you want to say it? Samantha Shannon. Man. Okay. Well, these were nine plus great books yeah. That if you're looking for some recommendations, you've got plenty of genres to choose from and plenty of books to choose from. We also have some honorable mentions. Rapid fire. Rapid fire honorable we, yeah. mentions. Rapid fire. Go. Yeah. Um, Dogfight. <laughs> Read the whole title. It it's is a long title. called oh, yeah. Dogfight. How Apple and Google went to war and started a revolution. Bum, bum, bum. Anyway, it's really good. Who? I don't know. Fred Vogelstein. Vogelstein? I don't know. My boy Fred wrote it, but (laughs) um, basically about Apple and Google and like the whole iPhone Android war and all this kind of stuff. Um, Obviously, I love Apple, so it was a great book for me. Your other honorable mention also is also is Apple. It's about Tim Cook. (laughs) (laughs) It's Tim Cook, the genius who took Apple to the next level. It's a Tim Cook book. It's a Tim Cook book, but not to be confused with a cookbook (laughs) written by Tim. Um, No, but it talks about like his influence on the company and um, what it was like coming after somebody like Steve Jobs and like how he brought it to what it is today. Because at this point, Tim Cook has been the CEO of Apple longer than Steve Jobs was the CEO of Apple, which is wild to think about. That is um, really wild. It's wow. also wild to think about that they are in talks of like, who will his successor be? Yeah. Like they're like already searching and looking for that. Wow. So do you have honorable mentions? No, you have two. I books. have them off the top of my head. My honorable mentions, you can find on my Goodreads, anything that I've rated five stars. But just for the sake of listing out some honorable mentions, I will mention the, it used to be called, I think, the Steminist series by Allie Hazelwood. But I think she's she has since made it not a series. But 
um, Love Hypothesis. That was and, a good book. I read it. Yeah. And Love on the Brain. Didn't read it. Nice. I actually liked Love on the Brain better than the Love Hypothesis, and I loved the Love Hypothesis. Cool. Continuing with Rapid Fire, <laughs> Honorable Mentions. Dune by Frank Herbert, a classic. Herbert. If you like sci-fi, yeah, that is how they pronounce it. If it if there wasn't an R right there, and you lived in Louisiana, <laughs> you would say Aber. Um, but yeah, Dune is classic. If you don't, if you haven't heard of Dune, have you been living under a rock? Uh, they just came out with the movie with Timothy Chalamet, and it's great. If you like magic and uh, space politics, that's for you. Uh, <laughs> he said that's for you. And next, I have American Gods by Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman's one of my all-time faves. Uh, this is. Similar to N.K. Jemisin's uh, City We Became takes place in our world, but has fantastical elements to it. Basically, there is a character who finds himself, he's coming out of prison, and his life is turned upside down, and he is contacted by uh, gods who live among us in America. My last book is Kurt Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse-Five. This one, I haven't revisited in a long time. I literally read it in high school and it just made such an impact on me. This book, the feeling of reading this book is what I cling to when I pick up another book. Oh. Uh, this is a bad the, thing. It the remember, like. yeah, the memory of how great this book was is what keeps me going. Whoa. So, okay. super, super highly recommend. Honestly, didn't think about it when I was writing the original list. Maybe it would have been Might have made it. in my list. But then I would have been following the rules by having a single book. So, yeah, so then you I'm glad I didn't do you that. You wouldn't have been following your rules yeah. if you would have done that one. Yeah. Well, those were some great rapid fires. Well, thanks to Dylan and Evan for talking about books with me. This is my all-time favorite subject to talk about. Thank you guys for listening and, and or watching. Um, and we'll be here next time with another mini episode, correct? Yep. Yes. Two weeks. Yes, in two weeks. There'll be another mini episode. And it will feature Corey and Evan and, and someone a else. Mystery and guest. You. I was gonna be uh. a mystery guest. <laughs> <laughs> well, too late. To talk about, are we wanting to say what we yeah, talking about? Yeah, we're talking we about talk about Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, which I know we're nothing about, about. All of our interests in these many episodes. Yeah, and I love it. Yeah, we're just talking about the stuff we love. I know that's. What, I, I should have talked about mm-hmm. Apple. We'll put you next in for time. the yeah, <laughs> next time. Well, we I did mean, Ted Lasso. You technically did. Uh, yeah. It's on Apple, Apple TV Plus. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Ka-chow.